No, it's, it's all good. It's all good. I mean, we we all go through it. We're live. Yeah. <laughs> um, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Don't Be Mad podcast. Your weekly dose of we finally got a win. I'm your boy Matthew, aka Lefty Lucky, and I'm joined here as always with Jamali and Jason. What's up? As you can see, I'm I'm repping strong today. I'm repping teams. I got the Yankees for the sweep. I got the Broncos for the first victory of the season. It only took us five weeks. I'm You're feeling lucky, good. Man. Chelsea won this weekend in convincing fashion, 4-1. Ugh. Even the Habs, they were down 4-1, came back to win it in a shootout, close it out 6-5. What a great weekend in sports has been. And even Izzy Adesonia winning the UFC middleweight championship, undisputed. Oh. I'm saying it all because it's been a good weekend for you, boy. How have you guys been? How's the mental health? Let's talk about it because mine is sky high. Only for a week, bro. Hey, one week is all I need. I mean, you're facing Philip Rivers. All the endorphins. So you should be. All the endorphins. You shouldn't (laughs) gloat over a victory. I will gloat over the first win that we got, especially against a division rival. Right, Jason? I don't know what you're talking about. You 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 don't should should we pull the tape? <laughs> <laughs> it's not that live interactive show. I wish it was. We got to turn on that screen. <laughs> no, no, no. You want to torture Jason? Just put him there and hey, show him all those I went those through picks. four weeks of torture. Okay, watching us lose within seconds because of field goals. But you knew that was gonna or happen. Or us blowing leads that we had because our defense couldn't stop shit. So allow me, allow me. Well, you knew that was going to happen. What, that we were going to beat the Chargers? Yeah. Uh, Dude, honestly, I went into that game thinking we were going to lose another one. I just, I don't, you know, you know how I feel, man. I don't trust team. But like I said, how was the week, guys? How's the mental health? I want to hear from you. From who? From you guys. My co-host. Who else would I want to hear from? I'm here. I'm alive. (laughs) Who's on the phone? (laughs) Bro, I'm inviting people to the fucking Facebook (laughs) conversation, bro. Get out my phone, bro. You're Jason, look. <laughs> Give it a peek. No, he's actually doing what you say he's doing. So yeah, you, Just start a watch party. It makes it so much easier. I know, but I don't want to be responsible for it. You don't want to be responsible? No. <laughs> oh, God. How was your mental health? I told you, I am ecstatic. Wait, didn't the Orlando Magics win too? Yeah. But it's preseason, so I don't really want to gloat about yeah, it. But that's the only victories you're going to get, so you might as well gloat about them. Uh, dude, <laughs> my team went to the playoffs, okay? Did yours. Huh? I don't have a team. Huh? How much time do I have to Okay, did, did LeBron James go to the playoffs? No, he was uh, hurt. Uh, oh, okay, that's all I need to hear. Jason, my man. How's uh-huh. the mental health? How was your week? I'm all right. It could be, man. We can skip Sunday. It's okay. <laughs> I'm as good you know, as it could be. Your gloating is so unnecessary. <laughs> Don't worry. Like next, like next week, you're gonna see the Broncos lose fifty to zero. Oh, next week, I I will be the saddest of sad boys. Chelsea is gonna lose like by eighteen Whoa, whoa, goals. whoa, 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 whoa! Chelsea is on a four game win streak, and we shall keep it up. Yeah, right. Yeah, we are. You could check. Yeah, you gonna keep it up like an eighty we year old man keep on it Viagra. Up. You can keep it hey, shit up. Eighty years old on Viagra, it still flinches. It's- <laughs> <laughs> he read. I hope you guys get a dose of whatever they gave you guys. <laughs> 
that magic potion. God damn, man. So nothing happened with you guys? No, bro. What the hell? It's cold as hell. What do you want to happen? Like, it's not that cold. Yo, you think we're outside all the time just partying yeah. and going to picnic oh, no, and stuff like that? No, I'm not saying partying. Like, you know, outside of like going to work, like, did you go to a new restaurant? Did you see a movie? Went to a bar. No, I have to see Joe. Went to a bar. Which bar did you go? How was it? Baltazar with Wolf and, um, Wolf and Kim. See, I've never been there, so who tell? It's nothing special. Yeah? <laughs> there you go. Like, what's on the menu? Nothing good. <laughs> the you drinks are, are good. So the, descriptive. No, the drinks are good. The <laughs> drinks they have a wide variety of drinks, um, but food-wise, um, this because pl- plenty of Baltazars all across Montreal. But I've never been to any of them. Never. Oh, yeah. well, good, you know, usually when I go to a bar, I'm just like, oh, next door pub because it's right there. Shout out my boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, Baltazar was cool. It was cool. The drinks are amazing, and they're cheap, so can't complain. <laughs> That's about it for me. Wow, I'm, I love the excitement that you guys have provided our listeners. It is so <laughs> insightful. So it, it gives us appearing into who you are as human beings. I love it. Bro, you're only happy because your fucking team's won, bro. Allow me, Jamali. Golly. Allow did, me. Did I gloat last week? You shut up, man. I was, honestly, I was propping your team up more than you were. That's bro, the crazy thing. Because I'm not a crackhead. What does crack have to do? I'm not getting super hype over a season that I know is going to be full of devastation. Okay, look, devastation is one thing, but you gotta enjoy the highs while they come. Speaking of crack, yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's why I'm talking about a crackhead. Because if not, all you're going to do is wallow in the lows of the valleys, and nobody likes that. It's not worth it. I'm a Giants fan for the past four (laughs) years. I'm I'm used to the valleys. Look, at least you're not a Knicks fan. Think about it. They're Think not about in the it. valley, bro. Think about it. There are the people, you know, when they, they talk about it, how, you know, Moses split the Red, the red Sea. When, when, when they got closed back, that's <laughs> the next fans right there. <laughs> they're like, oh, you're coming out alive with this one. They're the stragglers. Close that shit on you. <laughs> nah, bro. I feel bad for all. Well, I mean, RJ Barrett did start a little controversy with Porzinga saying that he he's the first one he's going to... Before we jump into those, I just want to shout out one more thing. Oh, God, what? Relax. I was an extra in a music video for no Mary Sa- Hey, if you're not going to talk about your life, <laughs> I'm going to talk about mine. Okay? Oh, wow. I'm going to let the viewers peer in a little bit into my soul so they can know who I am as you a human You don't have being. one unless you got shoes on. This dude, where do you, all feet have souls, you, my friend. You hear what he says? He, this dude He's lives horrible. He lives in New York, um, New York one-liners. That's, <laughs> that's, that's what he is. Always New York one-liners. That's what it is. As I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. I was an extra in Mariam Sassy's music video that's coming out. Who's that? She's an R&B singer from Montreal. Oh. She, she has curly hair. Huh? She has curly hair. Uh, well, she had it braided real nice. Oh, she's an Arabic girl, no? Yeah. She went to oh, high school. she went to high school with us. Yeah, she oh, went to high school okay. with us. Okay, I thought yeah. she went to... Uh, yeah, don't think you're cool, bro. We need I'm not saying I'm cool, bro. I'm just like, yo, I got to be in... It was nice. Like, they asked me to be a part of it, you know? Like, they needed some extras. So bro, I, you're not even wasn't the main, bro. You're an extra. I didn't say I was a main. I literally said I was an extra. Jamal, why are you... You're not even Why you hating on time, my though. life? Bro, why are you hating on my life? Yo, Jason. <laughs> what know, did I do to you? He's over here. I'm bo- just trying to shine. He's over here boosting that shit. Once it gets edited and cut up. <laughs> Yo, if I see myself for two seconds, I'll be happy. Okay. All you're going to see is the back of him. Yo, like a shadow. You are so mad. <laughs> I'm very in a good mood. You're you wanted us to be energized. Bro. Are we all happy now? You are a hater. Hating on my life. Hating on what life? I'm trying to share my soul. What soul? <laughs> you sound like all them Hollywood actors who go leave their little cities to go be waiters no, and shit. I just think it's nice to show appreciation to people who invite you out to things. Am I allowed to do that? But you weren't propping her up. You were propping the fact that she gave you a shot. Well, if you hadn't been cutting me off, I was literally saying thank you to her and her team. Well, you should have started off with like, that. Well, you were just an extra. And they're going to edit you out. With that. If you, you know, wanted, you're gonna be there you for wanted like to glow. They're just going to show a shadow of you. You wanted to gloat, and now since you're not able to you're not gloat, that special. now you're going to be all you sensitive. It up. What? Yeah, okay. Go ahead, gloat. No, it's cool. You're an extra. It's cool. It's, it's, it's always your own, man. What own? It be your own N-words, man. <laughs> bro, you're going to get us banned, bro. It Stop. be your own <laughs> Negroes. Bro. That be hating. Don't, don't get us banned. That be hating. 
Don't get us banned. I'm just relax. saying. I'm just saying. Check yourself, my brother. Okay, gloat, bro. Go ahead. Now, do you want to continue the RJ Barrett talk or do you want to go into something my else? My energy just went back down to the valley. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what you're looking for. Well, let's go. No, RJ Barrett just, controversy. What's I'll, going on? No, but he was saying that he was, he, he, he'd look, he, he was asked, like, who are you most looking to posterize? He was like, posing is. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> and I was like, bro, why would you want to do that? Well, no, you said because you, you want to get the New York fans behind you. Because Porzingis famously wanted the trade, wanted to get out of there. So it's like, get the get the fanhood behind you. I, I I respect it. A little bit of trash talk in sports is necessary, man. We need to get that back in there. Until he gets met at the top of the rim Look, with a block. You say something like that, you got to cut Craig. Because now Porzingis, he's going to be circling that date on the calendar like... Yo, remember what he said? Oh, yeah, I'm coming. All right, I'm coming. Like, it, it's that simple. Like, he's going to be looking for him to try to dunk on him and get that block off, or he's going to try to catch him on the inside. And if RJ's about it, I would say, yo, go straight to him. Don't even, don't even wait for him to come to you. You go straight to him and be like, yo, I said what I said. Let's do this. He's not going to do it. But come on, man. But if he does, it'll be amazing. Yo, I, I hope so. Put a little bit of that, that energy back in the, in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's friends now. You know, everybody like off season, they're training together, they're high fiving and shit. Unless you're like Devin Booker saying, Don't double team me. <laughs> <laughs> me and Devin Booker alone, he's only 23. And he needs to learn how to play through a double team. As Kobe said, two, you need more. Come on. He's That's a young simple. kid, man. Leave Booker alone. Well, he's with the Suns, he's not going anywhere. Unfortunately. Yeah. Things are looking nice. I've never seen someone score the most points ever and his team still loses. Like, that's when you know you're on the worst team. That's when you, you got to start doing a little bit of teamwork, pass the ball, get your guys active, get them involved, play a little more defense. This guy scored 71 points in his team. Figure out what lost. a double team is. You know, maybe he, he doesn't want them because he doesn't know how to actually put it on other players himself. We'll have to see. I mean, it was a good start to the preseason. I caught that. Uh, what was it? LeBron and versus Golden State. Yeah, that was nice. He he was playing hard though, man. I was like, he's trying to show that grind is good. <laughs> it's over for that the little dynasty that they had. You know what? Ooh. I'll give it to Anthony Golden Davis, States? man. He looked. I mean, no. not surprising. Davis looked really fucking good. Even Dwight looked amazing. Yeah, but you know what? The the thing with Dwight too, it's the you guys know how I feel about him. But at the end of the day, the guy was still somebody that, when he was healthy, was dominant. And I know like he doesn't have the size that he had before. Like he slimmed down a bit, but. I'm assuming that's helping his back a lot. Oh, hell yeah. And if he can just stay away from those lower back injuries that he had that were plaguing him when he was with L.A., with the Hawks, with whoever the fuck out, with Washington, it's like, if you can literally just stay away from that, he'll be a great asset for you guys. I mean, if you really look at what it brings to the table for you guys as well, it's like, you got LeBron, who... I think he's going to be playing as the the point guard for you guys right now. Who are you guys? I'm not a Lakers fan. Talk You're to a LeBron Jason. fan, man. So yes, LeBron's not going to play point guard for a LeBron. Lakers fan. But I think they were saying like he could run the point, Kuzma on the two, Davis on the three. Then you have, uh, I think you guys still have McGee. Yeah, he would run the four, man. and then you have Dwight on the five. It's the monsters. Like that's what, like is. that's if you want to do like a big man setup. But at the same time, all those guys are mobile. Well, for sure, like they can run the floor. Yo, even Ronda was hitting threes. Which, I mean... I don't trust Rondo shooting the ball. <laughs> I'll trust anybody that was no, coached I don't, by I don't Doc trust Rivers. James Harden with that one foot off the whatever fadeaway bullshit he's doing. Yeah, he started doing in the... Yeah, he needs to stop. Yeah. He needs I don't to know stop. how that's going to work. I'm not with it. That team is going to lose by so much and have and both um, James Harden and um, Westbrook going to have triple doubles. <laughs> and Westbrook's going to be like, as long as I get my triple double happy. Uh, I just... I think they're going to play well together. Like, to me, it's like... When I look at James Harden, you are one of the greatest offensive players we've ever seen play the game. You can hit from the inside, you can hit from the outside, you can hit from distance. Like you, you have that. And you can take it to the rack. Play some fucking defense. Show me, like, team one all NBA defense. You know who that's made, what we need from you. Yeah, but you know who made that cool? Carmelo. That's why. <laughs> All you little mellow fans, Carmelo made it cool to be a good offensive threat with no defensive game. Talk fuck Melo. And then he's out here talking about he wants a what? Fuck Melo, bro. Hey. He got an invite to the big three. As I said, he should go to the big three. I'm surprised. I mean, maybe there might be a space room on the wheelchair, Knicks. 
<laughs> but well, I mean, outside of Melo, he's not good with his hands, so I don't think he'll be good. Who Melo? Yeah, no, Nate it's... Robinson backed him down, bro. And <laughs> 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 <The> backpedaling. <laughs> yeah, and he did. He did like the world record oh, of backpedaling at Madison Square. Oh, uh, the good old days when you could fight and you only get ejected if you actually hit someone. <laughs> Well, nowadays you get ejected for nothing. Breathing next to LeBron James gets you out of the building. It's your boy, though. You should be happy about that. Why? <laughs> That's your boy. You shouldn't want anyone breathing on your boy. No. Does Le- he know he gets sick, can't play? He'll uh-huh. be on the bench in his suits, laughing with his new hair plugs. You're <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, mad because you, you don't got the a, plug. Dude, I, I wish I had hair plug money. I wish I did. I would... Tomorrow. So you're ashamed of being bald? Is that no, not is? at all. I love being bald. I've actually been holding back on getting the haircut because I got a wedding that's coming up in a couple of weeks. I'm like, let me just see how scruffy I can get before I'm actually disgusted with myself. <laughs> that's pretty horrible, but okay. <laughs> hey, it's clean. I put the beard oil in. I scrub up real nice. Beard oil? Yeah. What beard? Dude, what? Are you blind? What? What is it? Are you blind? Huh? Can you not see? Do you need glasses? Contacts? Mm. A scrub on mm. your face? Huh. Call that it's a fucking beard. dickhead. Call that a beard. Wow. <laughs> Better yeah. scope than yours, man. All right, let's go on to a real topic. <laughs> Molly's really hating today, man. I don't know. Excuse me. What's Jason? on your mind, Jason? What? On my mind? Yeah, you said another topic. Um, there's a couple of things. Let's get the easy stuff out of the way with um, the what? Ooh, ooh, ooh. What'd your girlfriend say? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. I don't know. I didn't hear. Repeat? Get on the mic. Get on the mic, Christina. Yeah, okay. Um, NCAA. <laughs> no, 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 no. I literally did not hear what she said. Oh, I heard. No, she I, said Jason's how amazing. about to be in the doghouse. Ama- no, no, I'm not in the doghouse. She said um, how amazing my girlfriend is. That's what she said. Yes, Christina, you're Yo, very you're, amazing. She said that you don't even prop her up? I prop her up all the time. Come on, man. Wow. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, you should like when she says something that you should just walk over and give her a kiss. Yo, bro, why are you yeah, always trying to incite over. people to do stuff? Bro, leave him alone. I'm not getting you on camera. <laughs> hey, if he wants to bring, why don't here, you he bring one of up. your women here? Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, whoa! One of my what? First off, I don't own women. Okay, never said you owned women. You just said bring one of them here. One of who? One of your I, I would need one to bring one. One of your many. Many what? I don't know what you call them. Dambles in distress. Uh, I don't know what you call your girls. What it's you funny them? you say it because you talk to the most girls while we are here. No, I don't. Tyler, get on the mic. <laughs> Tyler's going to embellish that shit to levels that no one wants to hear. Tyler, be seated at all because you get here early. <laughs> Tyler's a see squat. But no, NCAA. <laughs> yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah, so um, the whole thing with the NCAA right now is that uh, they passed a law in California that players will be able to get paid play now. and But this is only in California. Obviously, you know, other states are going to want to have that, but California, trendsetter, I'm going to start. That's going to be money. Well, as far as I know, uh, California, New York, New York and Florida, Florida yeah. those are the three. I don't know if the one that NCAA is putting specifically for Cali is the same as the three that they all pretty much did, which is uh, allowing players to earn money off of their likeness. So essentially, as jersey well sales, have, autographs, appearances, things of that nature. And having the right to have, um, what do you call those wastemans? Minus LeBron's boy. Representatives. Oh, agents? Agents. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all wastemans, waste bro. <laughs> no, every, a good agent will get you a pretty long way. Yeah. <laughs> the, best, the, best, the best agent has his best player not playing in the NFL right now. <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus is the best That's agent. That's not his fault, though. Because <laughs> the best agent got somebody like Antonio Brown, $30 million guaranteed from the Raiders, with a lot more that was to come with it. And who squandered that days before? Yeah, but Antonio Brown. It's your, it's We've your had agent. this conversation already. It's still your agents that's supposed to And then shit even together. after he squandered that, got him a deal with the Patriots for $9 million guaranteed, $15 million total. And he squandered that once again days before. 
That's not the agent's fault. The agent literally did his job. Get a better Antonio agent. Brown could not respect the contract. Uh-huh. But moving on. NCAA. <laughs> well, it's not really the NCAA. It's California putting that into yeah, play. Yeah, it is the state. Right. So the NCAA, and I mean, they're saying that they, they're putting this into play, but it's not going to be effective until 2023. So mm. technically, if you're a freshman, you have a bright future. Yeah. But if you're a junior or a senior, bro, you're, you're still going to get paid. Well, keep making that money on the table like you're doing right now. It's all Gucci. No. Well, you know what most of them do? I don't know what nobody Show does. Show up on a YouTube channel. <laughs> you seem to be like Takashi 69 this week. <laughs> I don't know what nobody How? does. <laughs> it's literally shit that everybody knows. Uh, everybody but Jamali. What, that the schools pay these fucking students? I, I've never heard such a story. Take their families out of debt. What, we don't have history to show from like the U from like... Do you have history? Oklahoma has history. Miami U Hurricanes have history. Like... No, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, Dude, USC with Reggie Bush. Bush, yeah, yeah. Like, come on. Like, there's so many examples in the past of what's been going on. You had, there was a school in Texas that had a huge thing where they essentially got the death penalty. Like, there's been the multiple. The death penalty was essentially like you, they cut you off from bowl games. They you, you li- can they yeah. cut you off from Give funding. Well, who was that again? Like, that yeah. was like two years ago, no? Uh, no, it wasn't two years. Who were three years ago? There was one that was close to happening recently, but they essentially like they like there's two types. There's the absolute death penalty, which is essentially like no bowl games. Like what Miami got in the 90s was right. the like death penalty where they couldn't do bowl games. The recruiting was very minimal. Like essentially the majority of their scholarships got cut and that lasted, if I'm not mistaken, like well over a decade, a decade. And a lot of their wins were vacated. But yeah, like every two, three, four years, there's a new scandal coming out of like, like even what's happening right now in Kansas, where it's, it's either, oh, the organization has no control or like the coaches have no control and they don't know what's going on, but they literally know what's going on. They're just being silent about it, obviously. Oh, for sure. You know, and then as a result, you're hearing like students getting paid, students like families' debts being cleared mysteriously, you know, from like, offshore donors like it's just random fucking shit but it happens damn near every year if not two to three years you know it's just like that saying that um clay davis gave in um the wire you think i have a time to you think i have time to care about who gives me money or where the money comes from i take (laughs) any money he said i'll take anybody's money if they're giving it away yeah and that's what it is and look i'm you don't care and like i said we the people that pretend and you can pretend like it doesn't happen. That's why there's this whole big discussion about it going on where like you have Tim Tebow talk about school spirit and all shut the fuck up. Like <laughs> Tebow, I hey. loved you when you were wearing our jersey because you brought us to A and A and you beat the Steelers in, in the fastest overtime winner. Good for you. After that, you have literally just been sucking dick your whole fucking career. It's stupid Whoa. as fuck. Is that necessary? You're absolutely right. I shouldn't say that. You've been a dickhead your whole fucking career. Wow. Like for you to go out there and <laughs> literally be saying these things like, oh, the school spirit and these students aren't going to be playing for the college. They're just going to be playing for their selfish selves. Uh, yeah, all of them are playing because they want to advance themselves in the professional sport. But I hate when they do that because it's like, okay, the students are athletes are supposed to play for school spirits. School ain't playing for no school spirits. They're Absolutely not. Buying a they buck. They're making billions of dollars. Billions of dollars off of these kids to get their TV deals, get their advertisers, get their jersey sales, to put more asses in seats. If it was really school spirit, no student would have to pay to watch these games. Or if they did have to pay, it wouldn't have to be hundreds of dollars. It's ridiculous. Do you see some of these football arenas for Dude, the biggest, biggest arena ones? is Texas, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I think it's no. I think it's still the Coliseum in California. Is it the Coliseum? I think no. it's still the Coliseum. Texas. I know Texas Coliseum is, is definitely one a, of them. Coliseum, Notre Dame, Texas. Unless they play in Dallas Stadium, which I don't know. Sometimes. If, is Bama one of them as well? One of the biggest no, ones? No, 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 no. no. Trying to think who else. There's a few, but Buckeyes like, have a huge stadium too. Yeah, the Buckeyes do have, but it's just like the fact that you have these things that literally house hundreds of thousands of people. Right. Each of them paying at the very minimum 150 bucks, and that's for nosebleeds. And then you have the concessional. Like, we know exactly what this is about. When you lock out Saturdays 
for college football to the point that the only time NFL or any other football conglomerate in the U.S. plays their sports on Saturday is when the NCAA football season is done. done, yeah. Like, we know what this is about. So to act like students now trying to literally just make money off of, like, a YouTube channel or Instagram or maybe get sponsored on the side to do fit tea, for Christ's sake, like, <laughs> like that's a problem? Like, get the fuck out of here. Bro, you got to let the Instagram model get something. You can't Dude, be taking fit tea. But, like, imagine me. something as simple as a football player or a basketball or any of these athletes just being physical trainers. They're in the gym all the time anyways. Why can't they help train other students? The whole thing is... like, And get paid to do it. The whole thing behind this, what I find funny is because the coaches who does absolutely nothing... Millions. Gets millions. Millions. And they make money (laughs) off the shoe deal. Yeah. The uniform deals. They make millions off that. So, and I don't think it's up to sponsors. I don't think players should go out to seek sponsors. I think it helps. But I think what should be there is should that the school should afford them some form of an allowance yeah now i'm not saying for them to get you know a hundred thousand dollars a season i'm not saying that but you can give them like what a part-time student makes like what 13 14 thousand dollars a year 500 a week with the amount that they make no i'm just saying like i don't you don't also don't want to put create a system where you have students showing up in cars better than the professors. <laughs> no, right? but that's what I'm saying, $500 a week. No, I understand that. Yeah, you know, and because and you got to think of it too. It's like obviously the focus whenever this conversation comes up, it's football and basketball. Right. But you got to think of the amount of sports across NCAA oh, that sure. are making money. And majority of that money comes from the television deals. Oh, for it sure. It comes from the advertisers that are part of that. So, yeah, you have your basketball, you have your football. Then you have soccer, you have tennis, you have volleyball, lacrosse, you have lacrosse, you have, you have gymnastics, which is huge. Huge, yeah. You know, rowing, track you have, and field. All, even like, their tennis clubs make bank. Everything, everything, down to the rowing team. The, the bank. Like the thing you is, name a sport, NCAA is making money off. The of thing it, okay? is, the thing is that, and I think what's happening right now with NCAA is there's money laundering going on, and I think it's the top oh. top, and it's not necessarily the schools. I think it's the NCAA themselves that are laundering that money. Because why are you going through such a stink about players getting paid? It doesn't make any sense. If they're because they're non yeah. an NCAA is nonprofit. So yep. what's well, the yeah, what they issue, what they're issue? nonprofit, huge, like no taxes the, whatsoever. The institution is nonprofit, but the yeah. players are are not part of the NCAA. Exactly. They're part of their school. And th- that's something where I'm like, okay, someone's embezzling money somewhere, and it's a big scheme, and everyone needs to get on. Like, like it's, it's always just one of those things where it's it. like we, obviously, we're not privy to the numbers. We don't know what the books look like. But when you have LSU, who literally just spent close to twenty million plus on a brand new facility, where all they really did was just give them like massage chairs and brand new TVs all over the place. To, and they literally did that simply to recruit players. Oh, for sure. It's like, come on. You see, that? that's what Miami used to do back in the day. They used to do all these kind of stuff. Yeah. But they came down hard on the school when the school was just like beating everyone all the time. And essentially, that's why Miami hasn't really got out of that rut that they're in right now. Miami's supposed to be one of the... Well, look, now that Miami is eligible again for bowl games and things of that nature, it's still going to take time for them. To rebuild. To, yeah, because at the end of the day, it's like when you look at the schools, especially like if sticking to football and you're looking at the U, yeah, we know what they did back in the eyes of the amount of pro bowlers and champions that have gone on from the U's program. But now the t- the schools that are doing that, it's Alabama, it's Clemson, it's Notre Dame, it's it's Penn. Oregon. Oregon. You know, like you the schools that are doing that now, it's like that they would have gotten these players, they've spread out. But either way, it's like a school like the U, even having that penalty happen to them now that they're out of it, the money that they're bringing in because the U is back, it's astronomical. I would be like, why would I want to, even though as as good as Alabama is as a football team, me, if I was a football player, I'd be like, really? Miami. I would go to Alabama (laughs) and I can go to Miami? The only thing about Miami is like hurricane season. (laughs) But you're not even playing during you're not even playing during. <laughs> but not every student is heading back home. I mean, if you're in Miami, you're like, Yo, I want to stay in Miami. You know, like 
oh, the season's done. And there's no school. I can actually enjoy Miami. Like, I, and I remember when we had the um, because our, when we were in the university, we our schools had the partnership with um, um, you know, I think it's University of is it the University of um, Southern California? I, I can't remember where the school. It's one of the Los Angeles schools. Volco. Yeah, not, is this SoCal? I can't remember. Concordia has a for what exactly? Concordia has a partnership. So everyone was going to California from Concordia. I think it's UCLA. Is it UCLA? I think so. They had a they had like a exchange. So that's probably then if it was UCLA, yeah. So everyone everyone was ignoring like the other middle state schools and stuff and going to Los Angeles because it was like the sun, or they were going to a school in. um, I can go to LA. I'm like, like, why not? And them is just a pass or fail. There's no grade. You don't when you do that transfer thing and like. You could just show, just show up, up to class <laughs> and just make sure you hand in your assignments on time and they're edited correctly. And you're there you go. We get to go. <laughs> and you have fun. And their their schedule is a lot more manageable than us. Ours is like, you know, constant uh, study. But, yeah. um, oh, man, I would have loved I, I don't want to think about those days anymore. <laughs> they are done. They School's are done. My God. All right. Let's go to a different topic. And yeah. Molly, what, what, uh, Molly, what do you want to bring up? Well, we could talk about what uh, Tyler Perry's done in Atlanta. Oh, with Compound? Building yes. the biggest studio that America has ever seen in Atlanta on an old Confederate Army base and basically just taking back the block. Not just the block. Damn near half the state, it feels like. How many acres was it? 140-something. Let's say 140 acres. And he still has 60 to spare with everything that he's built there. It's just, it's beautiful. It's what he's making, um, like a studio lot? Basically, yeah, for yeah. like all of not just his production, but just movie production in general. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. mainly focusing on black arts and, and black directors, filmmakers, having a spot that they can go to and okay. literally just like I, I watched the tour that Ava Dune put up on her Instagram stories and like just a thorough walkthrough of what literally looks like a city. Literally, like huge. They're driving in the bus and going around. Like they, they have like a a makeshift like White House. They have, like, they were talking about how every house that they have is a completely different model than the next. So, it, no matter how many people are filming there, every experience will be different. It will be unique. It'll be special for them, and it won't. You won't notice any repetitiveness, whether it's within Tyler Perry's productions or it's anybody else's. Then on top of that, they were saying how they already have a designated section of the compound to house youths of Atlanta or just Georgia in general who have been uh, displaced from their homes, have been abandoned or just homeless in general. And they have a place that they can go to and live without worry. So essentially, like his town is literally that. And I'm assuming with that option being available to those people, it'll open up. A position for them to get jobs within the studio compound as well. They could be extras. (laughs) They could be extras, you know? But, like, I just think, like, like Tyler Perry, even though, like, I've never been, like, the biggest fan of majority of his work, like, I've always respected the work that he's done. And one of the biggest reasons for that is just because he's always made it a point to make everything as black and as, like, offer up that platform to black people that weren't necessarily getting it even though they had the skill sets for it you know, oh, for and, sure i mean even the city of atlanta this i think was this week uh they announced that they raised 50 million dollars to yeah. build home for their i think they had like thirty-three thousand homeless people or yeah, some stupid like number that. like that so everybody is probably going to get a place to stay which is yeah. pretty dope it, I, I know like the original medea house that they actually rebuilt a replica of inside a studio was in atlanta so it's just like the connection that he has with that city and the fact that that city is literally the reason he has everything he has right now. And now he's really being able to give back to a city that's given so much to him. Well, it's a beautiful thing. That's man. good because that 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 cuts costs on actually having to go to these expensive places to film yeah. like New York and Los Angeles. And it's given like people who can't afford it a chance like come up with their own movies or anything yeah. like that in, at that place and it's going to look unique and not um, Hollywoodish. Yeah. I know it's nuts too because just the sheer size of it, they were saying how you can take every major studio 
from LA, from New York, like wherever. And they all fit within his studio compound with 60 acres to spare. That's good. <laughs> like, yeah, apparently the land like was... It's uh, insane, man. The land was used to house 3.9 million black slaves. Yeah. Fuck crazy, bro. Crazy stuff. And now it's going to be the grounds for empowering the black economics folks. of black people in America, man. Like, That's how fucking thing. beautiful is that? That is the black American dream right there. Cool, cool. All right, next, uh, oops, next topic. Jamali, anything you want to bring up? I mean, I don't want to necessarily bring it up, but I'm kind of curious what your guys' perspective is on the situation with the Amber Geiger case, with particularly with the, the judge coming off the bench, providing her with comfort, a hug. I... Uh, the the bailiff uh, caressing her hair and fixing it. I didn't like, like that at all. I honestly don't care as long as she goes to jail. Like she's going to jail for ten years, but she's been longer. She's been like twenty five. It should have been longer. But the one thing about it that bugs me is when when have you ever seen that happen? Okay, but you think like I've seen like judges show compassion, but they. Don't come off the bench to give the person a hug. You know, you don't see bailiffs like fixing a person's hair while they're sitting down hearing their sentencing, you know? And like, I can understand, you know, the family, they want to go and forgive her for what she did, you know, their whole Christian values and whatnot. You also do have what you're going to do. You also have to understand, though, especially in the police world, these people work together all the time. Judges, bailiffs, yeah. and police. They and that, probably know each that's other. That's pretty much what that's I what think was but the judges situation are also there. elected, right? They're but, elected, yeah, you're right. Yeah, but they're elected no officials, but I just, it looked fishy from a standpoint of they should be impartial. Like, right. you're here to do your job, do your job, and even if you wanted to give her the 10-year the sentence, which obviously a lot of people feel is light, but 10 years, if you deem that is what it should be, so be it. You know, respect it. Remain impartial. Remain in your role and don't give us a reason to think that there's any type of bias or any type of shenanigans going on, essentially, that we have all been feeling ever since the sentencing came out. Because when people heard 10 years, they were like, yo, that's light. That that's, doesn't seem right well, because the circumstances. The jury was told that her crime fit anywhere between five years to, to 99. 99 years, Yeah, which I find to be like, a fucking outrageous gap for me to how could you navigate like someone who commit that crime could either get the bare minimum yeah, and, and or look, I'll the say maximum it, like what's like i can like when it comes to the terms of the crime i can understand creating like in her defense the the plot of ignorance where i've been in situations where let's say i'm going someplace that i go to often sometimes right. you're on your phone you're not paying attention elevator goes opens up and then like you end up walking out and like shit i'm in the wrong place right so in an apartment complex maybe benefit of the doubt that happened to her she thought she was literally going to her room i don't know if the door's unlocked or what the situation was i don't remember what they said it was but right. i can understand that mistake right the one thing that i feel like for myself and a lot of people have been saying is like it's one thing to be in that situation where you walk into an apartment thinking it's yours because the apartment complex has the same layout right but for you to immediately just start shooting at someone when you were just on your phone sexting someone, that's where a lot of people are just like, you didn't take a chance to be like, who is here? Like, figure out what's going on. Like, you just pull out and shoot. So from that, it's you make the argument of manslaughter. Well, she's going to jail now. and uh, Yeah, and like I said, 10 uh, years is whatever. Like, I'm, I'm not here to gripe about the length of the sentencing. Whatever it is, it is. For once, a cop got sentenced for killing someone. You know, well, you like, think she committed murder? Um, of course. You go into some, <laughs> you go into someone else's but, house. But and not a, it's definitely not a murder one because there was no like preconceived notions about it was her. It's, right? Do you think she woke up that morning or no. even left work that evening no. saying, "I'm I gonna go kill my neighbor upstairs"? No, one hundred percent no, one hundred percent no. But do you think that's where the? Because I think that's where the problem comes down to. I think once she got. They, they found her guilty for murder, right? Mm -hmm. And then you get a 10-year sentence, which normally would be associated yeah. with manslaughter. The whole, there's this unbalance 
of of like we hear murder, but then the penalty is for manslaughter. Yeah. It gives her room to appeal, which is kind of crazy. But I think they're going to appeal the, that whole decision, and they might get, you know. Well, I think if they're smart, you just stick with the ten. And no, they're going to appeal. What are you going to have to lose? She's going to lose her life because she'd be going to the population. The, a cop in population. No, like, no. chances are you appeal. I don't know. I if she appealed, it's not like they're going to go and sentence her harsher. They won't. No, they won't. Like you're, you're so appealing you, the ten years. So she has to nothing to. Remain. She, she has nothing to lose. No. I, I think like I get, I agree with both you guys. I think. You know, the judge stepping down, completely unprofessional. It's fishy, man. It's, it's unprofessional. Fishy. But I understand the optics, right? She's elected. Obviously, she wants to be like, listen, pal, I've just got the unfortunate, you know, position to have to come to some sort of decision. I also think on the flip side of it, Amber Gagger was used almost as like the scapegoat for all the black lives that was lost to the hands of law enforcement they use hers and you know to sort of like appease the world the thing that that bothers me about it is that if you're gonna call like i understand like each state has their own judicial system or way of using jurisprudence to kind of like govern their you know or dictate how you know sentences are given but I don't think she, I think what she did caused him his life. I think it was negligence, in my honest opinion. Mm. I think a lot of information was misconstrued by the, the, what the prosecutor put forth. I had the time to listen to the, the 911 call. Sound like uh, a call that anybody would have made. Yeah, I heard I would have, she was like, oh, I'm, I'm really sorry. I thought it was in my, this is my home. Like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do this. Also, too, like, I think this also takes, they should take the time to look at how police are trained. Like, she was, tra- like, if anything, bro, like, she just exemplarily shown how police are, tra- boom, one, two to the chest, one to the head. That's exactly what she was, that's what the double tap was, right? They said if he had, if he was able to rise, the second bullet would have hit him straight in the head, right? But you have to understand. I think that should be evaluated as to how that whole concept of, like, preventing someone from attacking you mm. that whole shit should be revised like i understand center mass is easy to hit but like it shouldn't be to the chest bro like he had no chance of surviving it that's one the whole elevator thing that's a lie she never took the elevator she no, no, drove. I'm not, I've, no no i'm not saying yeah. you but i'm just saying that was a general conception that yeah. she went in the elevator and she she they drove up each floor has their own parking slots from mm. what uh even the one of the, the his neighbor testified to and it was kind of, I think, was the punishment harsh? No, obviously not. I think what they did was set up people's expectation with the whole murder conviction mm. and then give her manslaughter punishment. Um, should she waste her lo- Should she be locked up for life? No, because no. we've seen police <laughs> done worse. Yeah. Walter Scott got shot in the back running away from a cop. Yeah, no, like I, I can honestly give her the benefit of the doubt that she made an honest mistake i think a mistake yeah that's what it is and i think like the idea that you know we live in places like one thing we don't also take into consideration is the the environment like were they breaking ins that happened around that environment was people get broken into their homes and then killed all these things are probably you know i'm not saying she would have been justifiable but maybe that's why to her it was like hey the door is open bang bang you know what i mean Mm -hmm. It's crazy that it happened that way, but I'm glad to see that but we all share the perspective look, that the judge was out of place. You have to look at this, too, in a way that, um, for example, um, like you're saying in terms of training, um, most police aren't trained properly. First of all, I would never get people who are C, C plus average to be police officers, which it, which it normally is. And you can't get people to learn the law in the course of a couple of months, and you have lawyers going to law school for years on years to know the law it's like and who gets paid more a lawyer or a police officer a lawyer there you go and but uh how how could uh, a police officer have the same equivalency or knowledge of the law as a lawyer in a couple of months makes no sense to me so you have to look at like i think police training as a whole has to be completely reevaluated. re-evaluated. no that's something that completely reevaluated. because here in montreal what was it yesterday they had the um 
the um study i can't believe you pay for this but surprise surprise black people are more likely to be stopped than racial white people profiling. racial yeah. profiling <laughs> like, wow we, we need to do a study that for one. that we need to do a Especially study for that considering majority of the cops that are in the areas where black people are are from rural areas in quebec where they have never seen a black person or, or a person of yeah. color for that matter yeah. ever you know, they've only been around other white French that's well, one Francophone thing, Canadians. If I ever had the power, like a mayor or something, that's one thing I would change. I'm like, anyone that's from outside of Montreal that wants to be a cop, you need to stay outside of Montreal or learn, have a course where you could learn to yeah. interact with different cultures and understand their cultures and everything like that. Because you can't just come from um, ABTB and come into <laughs> Montreal and expect and say, hey, toi, lo, and you're talking to the <laughs> English. <laughs> You can't do that. You can, you honestly can't do that. I think more so than anything else, I think we need to start evaluating people who want to take a role in this, in the in the social sphere. Like you want to be a anything that has to do with nursing, um, uh, nursing, any counselor type position. You need to be evaluated yourself. Yeah, and like I think any beyond your scope grades, you're dealing with people. Yeah, period. you're dealing with people. You need to be evaluated whether Drug or not tested, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you need yeah. to be all that kind of stuff. You know, evaluated on a basis of your level. Uh, your your first of all, how biased you are. I think by virtue of just experience in life, we're all biased. Yeah. Um, I think that needs to be evaluated, and what your judgment calls. Like, I think it's when you're dealing with something like as a cop, you're dealing with life and death, and I can understand cops who say, well. I want to make it home to my family at night. Well, I mean, sorry, pal. You choose a job that may. I give would like you... to make it home too. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like, you're not the only I always, one. I always hate that excuse where police, where police officers say, "Well, you know, um, uh, we're always putting harms in harm's way." I'm like, that's your job. That's but also suppo- too. I'm not saying you're supposed to put yourself what intentionally. You up for, man. I'm not saying you're supposed to put yourself. But I, that also speaks there, volumes to happens. our society, right? Like, if a cop has to fear their life, which I think is often exaggerated. Because nowadays, if I put my hand and pull a cell phone, you feel threatened. If I have my hands up, you still feel threatened. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. There's not much that could be done. <laughs> if you're on the ground, they're going to put one in your back and they still, they'll choke you out. still feel threatened. Oh, yeah. They'll choke you to death, bro. They'll literally put a knee on the back of your neck. Oh, yeah. Hey, like, I was telling Matthew before we went live, I was actually following a story of a 47-year-old woman. Went, she went into a hospital in Florida. Couldn't breathe properly. Doctors helped her out, and I guess her respiratory system got a bit better. And they discharged her, and she was like, well, I don't think I'm my problem solved here. I still can't breathe properly. I'm not leaving. They call the police. Uh, the police obviously comes. The, his, he has some sort of a audio recording device, goes on, and you could hear them him conversing with the lady, and the lady was like, well, um, you can't touch that. That's my oxygen. I need to breathe. And he's like, well, ma'am, listen, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And he literally unplugged her. The tassel or whatever they did, they eventually got handcuffs on her. And then his body camera came on when they exited the hospital. And where she collapsed right at the, the car. And he had the nerve to be like, if you think this is a game and this is going to prevent you from going to jail, you'll be sadly mistaken. They kept her there on the floor for 30 minutes without calling the doctor that helped her. And by the time they did get the doctor... You hear the cops saying, whoa, she feels like dead weight. And so they kind of try to help her out. She eventually died. You know what I mean? Um, and then the cop got the luxury of retiring because that's what they always get to do, retire. Yeah, they retired their or paid leave. And they, you know what I mean? And a couple of people lost their job at the hospital. And I think once you, if you don't have sensitivity, you don't have empathy, compassion, understanding, you shouldn't be a cop. You shouldn't even serve the public. Like, go be a lumberjack or some shit. Like, that's what you should do. Like, no, because in a situation like that, it's you have the doctors to blame, the nurses to blame. Like, even before you get to the point of looking right. at the cops, it's like right. the people who are literally assessing your health. Right. Like, I'm telling you, I can't breathe. You should be checking right. to see why I can't breathe. And the reason why I put the, 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 the police ahead of them is because despite the discharge there, Despite they did all of that, they didn't take her off oxygen. And the fact that you walk in there, you're not a medical professional, and you're going to tell her, well, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I think that's really insensitive. Because what he should have done, if I would have done it, I was like, if you guys wanted to be discharged, why is she still plugged up? Like, she should be 
all these things should be yeah. removed from her, and then she should she would have no reason to stay. You got you know you're if you guys want her out, you're facilitating her to stay. And I think for him to to have that sense of acting in such a boisterous way of like, well, I'm the loss. I could do what the hell I want, with, and I could act it out, you know, with impunity. Yeah. I think that's a problem. Well, I also believe with that, there's circumstances to be considered as well. Because right. let's say they were called in and told, like, we have a patient who's literally supposed to be discharged, right. giving us trouble, continues to hook themselves back up to the equipment even though we take it off of them. Like, what was the conversation had between the nurse or doctor, whoever made the call, right? for them to come in and just automatically be like, no, we're taking you off, we're getting you out of there, you know? Because right. in a situation like that where you see <clears throat> somebody hooked up, at least I'm hoping right. your first move isn't to unhook them and take them out, you know? Right. Like, you, you were given the order to get rid of this person. Right. So no matter how you see them, you're, you were told by the hospital this person has to go, so you're going to take them out. Right. And told that they're fit to be discharged. So right. that's why I look at it as the doctors and nurses are the ones immediately to be blamed for this. Because if you are the ones who are right there assessing this person's health. Right. And you know this person can't breathe for whatever reason, you should not be allowing them to leave that hospital. Right. You shouldn't be calling anyone to remove them from the Absolutely. hospital. It's on you. Absolutely agree. But you know where it comes into play is because even though you're, they call you in to do something, you should have common sense and some level of uh of empathy to be like well if she's complaining maybe you guys yeah. have you guys done everything you guys can like question yeah it. no and i agree don't, with you don't on that say too. like the fact that i'm gonna do what i want to do yeah or you know what i mean i feel like once you make that statement you then take any blame from anybody because she was sitting there quietly i'm sure because she wasn't even you know, on the tape you don't hear her raise her voice until he start touching the device you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like at some point, like. Yeah. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. in a situation like that, where as a cop, you're walking in and you're seeing that you should at some point question ask some questions. Doc, yeah. You, you, you don't know, go like, in there and be like, like hey. she's not being aggressive. She's literally saying she can't breathe. What's right. the situation? Like again, see average students. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm not, I'm not making excuses for the cause. I'm yeah. just saying based on like shit I've literally seen. You right. Know? Like, but that, that's the, I don't think my I don't biggest think someone's thing. Grade academic grade yeah because that. look we can say whatever the grade of the cops are if the nurses or the doctors or security says we have a patient that's causing trouble you need to come and take them out they're supposed to be discharged they don't want to leave they're coming in thinking this patient is causing trouble even if they're sitting there being super calm now that cops have shown up we were told you're a troublemaker you have to leave you know so it's it's really a matter of looking at these perspectives and understanding like what they're coming into based on what they were most likely told. Right. But also do I feel like most interaction with police that we that see that leads to someone losing their life, the police never comes in and de-escalate shit. They always come in and make it worse. Yeah. They always come in like they're just like they're militants. They're just yeah. here to just Like the one place in this whole thing I feel they are absolutely at fault is if you see someone collapse, yeah, the first thing's out of your mouth shouldn't be if you think this is a game. And you're taking them out of a <laughs> hospital when they say they yeah. can't breathe, like especially after you just took them <laughs> like, off oxygen. That, like that's why I go with the great. That's why I go with the great thing because it's, yeah, because there's a certain, no, like there's that's, a that's not even a great thing. That's just a matter of school, what type bro. of person, what you kind are. of human it's, are you? Know, like bro. you could be the smartest person on earth, but if you're a dick, you're a dick. Yeah, but <laughs> what, I mean, like, what I mean, like what I mean by the great, I should probably clarify. It's like the people who usually become police officers. And people of an authority like that are usually like the bully people, like people who are bullies in high school, or people, they were bullied themselves, or they General were bullied themselves. Yeah, people, but I, I wouldn't. People, I, that's I'm, a blanket. Look, and that's the exactly. Like I, I don't want to make that type of general assumption on it. I'm just looking at it for what it is, what's presented in front of me, and what this like. Well, what are the most likely perceptions well, from this? What I'm like, to how say did is we get here? These people don't know how to. They essentially don't know how to deal with people or work with other people or interact with other people. That's why it's very difficult to speak with the police officer or have them listen to you. Because when you sometimes you speak to the, a police officer, they look like they're not even paying attention. They're just like nodding their head. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a it, it's an empathy thing. Yeah, they may not learn it in, in school, but they're all missing it. They're all missing it. It's not about empathy. No, I can't agree that they're all missing Most, it. <laughs> I've had a few dealings. With this cops is, and look, is, I've yeah, but this is why I say not all, not all, 
Why that's why I'm like we're both saying like try to stay away from the blanket statement because well what I'm saying is you can't say all you can't say that um not all cops are bad when all cops know when who the bad cops are and they don't no, say anything about the No that's literally not what I'm saying what we're trying to say is making this blanket statement of you know like they come from being like the bullies or the outcasts or the C minus C plus students like at the end of the day you got into this position because you were quote unquote fit for the job now, in this specific situation, it's not a matter of what their education is. It's more a matter of what they were told to bring them there. That's the biggest thing. And the one place that I feel the biggest fault is of everything that they did was when this woman collapsed after you just took her off of whatever machines, oxygen, etc. The first thing you should have done was assess her health. See if her pulse was there. Yeah, See if she's that's breathing. That's critical thinking. That's, no, but that's, but that's, that's, higher, that's, but that's, that's a, what you should do. But these are things you learn in school. That's what I'm trying to say. These no, are things it's, you it's learn. not even a matter of what you learn in school. If somebody collapses in front of you, you there, check there, them out. Like there are other people. If I'm walking on the street and somebody just collapses in front of me, I'm gonna stop and check to see what the hell happened to them. That's that, I'm saying, but yeah, but that's you who's an educated person who has compassion for people. There are but people. But understand, Jason, like people, you're you're making it a matter of the education. But I'm saying, if they came in there being told this person is causing trouble, mm -hmm. this person is doing everything they can to not leave here, even though they're supposed to be discharged. If we're coming now and this person collapsed as we're taking them out. In their head, yeah, this is the trouble we were told about, but they should have still did their job and assess and make sure that if it was a game or not, instead of saying, if you think these games are going to work, but you're that's sadly thing. mistaken. That's like, like that's where they made the mistake. Yeah, but they came, the mistake is coming into the hospital with a bad intention from the beginning instead of evaluating the situation when you're there. The thing is, they came into the hospital saying, oh, this person's causing trouble. Let's get them out regardless. Yeah. That's the that's the point I'm trying to make. They came in there with an attitude already before evaluating the situation while they were in there. So even if she wasn't there and she was doing whatever, she was still hooked up to all her stuff and was cool. But police had no right to like say, oh, you're causing trouble because they say you're causing trouble. So let's get you yeah. out of here. But and that's what I mean. So if, if they and that's why I'm literally saying again, what they were told is why this situation is fun. And because what Which is why I look at the doctors and nurses and I say, you did not do your job and, properly and, and you were the reason this person lost their and life. Because they can't think outside of what they're told is what the is that's the problem I'm trying to say. It's like they can't think for themselves. They can't critically think for themselves. They can't evaluate a situation on the fly for themselves. That's a big problem. Yeah. That's stuff you learn in school. Oh, I'm not excusing that learn. at all. That's what I'm, I'm not excusing that. that. But it's not all on them. And it's not a matter of their education or not. They all it's fail. Really they not. all fail. But I would put, exactly. I would put it's, more, it's an across the I would board put thing. more of it on the police than anything because you don't leave someone on the ground for 30 minutes. Medical professionals do something like that, which costs someone their life, is one of the biggest issues that I feel is coming from this story. Anything else? Yeah. Jamali. Oh, man. Uh, well, I mean, going back to the Amber Gagger situation, you know, one of the witnesses who testified eventually got shot killed yeah i heard about that yeah it's kind of messed up i'm not drawing any conclusion i don't know the guy had a life of his own could be tied to a lot of different things it doesn't have to be related to that but it's pretty sad a 20 year old just get gunned down like that senseless crimes but no nothing really what's what's your political uh from our conversation last week do you have a inclination as to who you might be leaning towards Oh, I never say who I'm picking. Hmm. I always say who I'm voting for. I'm Every voting. time we've had political conversations, I've always said, I don't care who you vote for. Vote for who you feel is best for your future, your family's future, and the economics that you feel are best for you. I don't care who you're going to vote for. I'm not going to tell you who I'm going to vote for. I'm not scared to tell people But I, I always vote. It. You always vote. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. Yeah. If you don't, what do you say? If you don't use it, you lose it? <laughs> I was going to make a joke. But I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> Don't get us banned, man. But if you leave it alone, you're going to you're gonna lose it. That's the problem. <laughs> no. Anything else? No, I think uh, I think we've covered everything. Yeah. We can uh, get the fuck on out of here. You know, we can continue to celebrate the uh, perfect weekend that I had in sports. Shout out to the Yankees. Let's uh, get another series win. Get number what? Let's do it. Yankees. I don't think they're going to win, though. I think Houston's going to win yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax, man. Relax. Come on. 
I'm just saying, true. Come on. Them are the Dodgers. One of the two. I don't want the Yankees to win. Have a little faith in the Bronx Bombers, man. I don't want the Yankees to win. They won enough. Some savages. You don't say that about the Lakers, though, right? Huh? You don't say that about the Lakers, though. No, we haven't won enough We're not going to start a whole thing now. NBA hasn't been that old. Baseball has been around since like the 1800s and shit. It uh, Yankees been winning since then. Lakers yeah, still need to catch up. That's what greatness do, though. Hmm? That's what greatness do. Well, we're not no. going down this rabbit hole. Uh, not going down. Anyways, man, <laughs> thanks for tuning in. Close it up, Matthew. Oh, I thought you were going to close it out. Nah, you started bro. it up. I was like, Dad, Jamali's taking the lead. Unfortunately, I was about to say something. He cut himself say. short. Whoa. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. Thank you, everybody, to tune in to another episode of the Don't Be Mad Podcast. Everybody on the live stream, thanks for uh, (laughs) your participation. I was going to say it, but I was. Can I close the show, gentlemen? Could you please relax, sir? You asked me to close it. Allow me. No, you can go ahead. I shall. As always, you know, you can reach us on our social medias, whether it's uh, Twitter or Instagram at Don't Be Mad Pod, or you can hit us up on Facebook at uh, Don't Be Mad Podcast. Tune in next week to another live stream or catch us whenever we're on Spotify, iTunes, and all that good stuff. Have a good week, guys. Week, guys. <laughs> Have a good week, guys. <laughs> and I'll see you next time. Peace. Take care. Yeah, love is love. Peace.